Just a warning, this episode will contain spoilers. Come back to this episode once you've read Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Be sure to check trigger warnings before listening as well. Hey besties, welcome back to Boozy Book Talk. I'm Andy. I'm Ren. And I'm Jen. Welcome back to our podcast. (laughs) So today is a special episode, not only because we're covering book lovers, but because we have a special guest who is very dear to me, my younger sister. Hi, <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. Yay, also known as insert bookstagram name here. Oh, the book list. Woo! Plug, shameless plug. The book list. Which is a, such a cute name, by the way. It Ooh. is. I love that we're all bookstagram girlies now. Look yeah. at that. Right. We're, we kind well, of we all have them. But, but we have Whether, Yeah, They're there. Not Thank that we, I actually, we actually use ours, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I said we have them if yeah. they're in use is another. Yeah. We don't even uh, use our like actual podcast socials. Like I don't really post on social media like that overall though. I okay. don't. But I made a program to uh, do it. So honestly, it's just casual. We go, we go through periods though where with, with the boozy book talk account, we're pretty good. And then no, we I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that. I feel like there for a week we'll be like nice and then okay well I'm what I feel like our story was active at one point but now it's just it's not there but it's okay yeah <laughs> so um what has everyone been up to oh um feel the pressure you're first mm, nothing I've had nothing in my life nothing. I've literally I've been uh, I have interviews next week so that's fun but I yeah I've just been riding that unemployed wave so you have no updates besides that you've been sitting around applying for jobs wow oh you know my biggest update is I have my therapist is leaving and I'm getting a new therapist how much leaving (laughs) she's changing to a different company and going like yeah and she can't take other clients with her basically so i have to get a new fucking therapist that's we're not gonna get therapist tweets anymore no girl i'm you think i'm done with therapy no no but i like this one you're like my therapist really just (laughs) i know i I love her at the ceiling for hours i know it's a bit extra i i'm sorry but this would happen to you no literally i was like really would I, she at the end of two sessions ago she was like so I do have to tell you I'm leaving the clinic and I'm going to a new one and I went girl what and then our last session she was like I was hoping to be able to take on new clients but like the way their program works I'm just not gonna have it in my schedule blah 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 and I was like okay cool wow I'm not done here so I thought you're gonna have to like open up to someone else again no, literally. I was like, I, I almost considered just not doing it because of that. But I was like, I feel like I'm already on such a better track because of it. So I can't stop now. But 
Yeah. Maybe I'll just, you know. Your your life's very eventful, Andy. (laughs) That's my update. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Ren. It is. What's going on in your life, Ren? Let's hear your events. Literally. Sorry, I'm putting chapstick on. My life's probably worse. You actually do have an eventful life, though. You do. I don't know how we left off last um, podcast, but if I didn't mention it, I graduated law school finally. Woo! I think you did mention, but woo! I can't, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. So if I didn't mention it, if it was Liz time, didn't hear. So yeah, oh yeah, Liz, there you go. <laughs> um, and that was really fun. And then I started studying for the bar last Monday. My life has just been so fucking miserable and horrible since. I literally get nauseous every day at the end of the day for my computer. Jen knows. I feel like Jen, we talked about this before. We'll anyway. become a podcast about law. So you, you're studying. will just be telling us about law. I honestly <laughs> fucking hate law influencers. But yeah, anyway. It's my first. last, my last step. But before you know it, it'll be here. And I'll just be a working woman. Um, but yeah. Liz, what's been what? going on with you? We want to update of your life. <laughs> Um, right Jen I've been I've just been working and I work from home I do PR um I do PR for an entertainment media company where we release like DVDs and um have like our own like fast TV channels and stuff like that um Genesis Genesis PR too which I'm sure you guys know so PR um nothing else I've just been sick so I've been getting over a cold no. Uh, yeah. Jen's gonna get it eventually. She's on her way. <laughs> I'll be her next update. The drama. Yeah, Liz got me sick. She's <laughs> Turn around. No, but... actually, though, I've been coughing. Like, yeah. literally, everybody's been sick recently. Yeah. Like, yeah, she just got had like sun got like sick from the sun, and it made her like actually sick. Like, I didn't know that it's not even possible. Yeah, horrible like, sunburn. My one friend was really sick. Like, I don't even know what it is. And it's not COVID. So it's just, like, something going around, I guess. Coast to coast. I mean, the flu oh, existed I'm... before COVID, so. Yeah. Facts. I know a lot of people with COVID right now, though. Like, really? COVID, I feel like, is swamping through. Yeah. Oh, no. um, a lot of people are getting it at graduation ceremonies right now. Um, I had to babysit this morning because their normal nanny has COVID. The normal nanny. Well, yeah, because I'm just, like, their backup um and um i know people like from um like home friends and stuff that have covid too damn yeah i fear okay i don't don't fear i don't leave my house right now so i'm safe (laughs) me wait can i ask oh sorry what we'll cut it out or jen will cut it out um what company do you work for oh it's shout factory it's not like oh but they do a bunch of like editing and horror and like they're basically like a geek's best friend kind of thing like their genres like it's super niche but because of that like the audience for it and the consumers are like fanatics of it Mm -hmm. so it's like very like a cult classic kind of stuff that's cool it is I like that you guys do different PR. Like, imagine if you guys were doing the exact same thing. Yeah, working for like rivaling agencies or something. I don't know if that's a thing in the PR world, but I feel like Jen would love that. I would. 
Actually, I read a book where there were two brothers who worked for the same marketing agency. Really? Yeah, what book? Your mom or your boss? It was, oh, it's not really a spoiler. No, it's not a spoiler. Um, uh, my, what's it called? Uh, my second best man. My oh, no. the one with the wedding cake. Oh, the, the worst best man. The worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 By okay. like Mia Sosa or something. Yeah, Mia Sosa. Mm-hmm. That wow. Cute. I feel like is that even possible in real life that like work. And the, like siblings work together yes I don't think it's such a thing as like family owned things so i'm sure yeah but she said you said the mom's the boss so yeah oh, that makes sense. probably makes sense yeah 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 nepotism but exactly <laughs> um anyway um jen do you want to update us about your life um my life is as miserable as andy's and rent's we're so like the Chevy Downers. Well, losers, because I, losers. I don't, I don't, I can't take myself anywhere. Like, so, so I'm, I'm, I work from home too. Um, so me and my colleague here are in the same house. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same house when we work. Wait, do you guys like work side by side together? Sometimes. So no. like, yeah. So sometimes she like shows me like her emails when like her work drama and like vice versa and like we listen to each That's other's cute. like calls like so it's like we're in an office but not really and we're that's kind of fun so you guys are kind of like colleagues just for different exactly we are colleagues we that's so (laughs) that is actually really cute like my meetings out loud sometimes and then she'll laugh because i'm on mute yeah and i'll like the tea between like the two heads that we have at my company and it's funny because they're just literally arguing with each other and i'm just there like, and just Liz is just there listening and I'm just there too yeah exactly no but um yeah my life is literally work but I've been getting back in like a, a reading mood like I'm usually like I alternate between slump and like binge reading um, yeah there's no in between for me but <laughs> um I've read like a couple of books so I'm happy I'm on a roll um you are so, yeah wait um last episode you said you were starting your new job so now give us an update of like how you're liking it oh my god yeah I've been here for a month already because you know like really? oh wait oh yeah. my god yeah like a month ago because because we do these episodes like once every three weeks so it's about a month yeah yeah. yeah yeah so I mean it's been good like it's been I think Liz oh what is your lights doing that for <laughs> I don't know but I think, anyways, I think Liz, Elizabeth can attest to the fact that, like, I have, like, a regular job now. <laughs> like, um, like, I literally, I read in the morning. Like, I finished the book in the morning. I, like, I just, like, like, I kind of just, like, make sure that I'm online by, like, just tapping my laptop and then the little, like, um, status button's green. Like, I'm a normal person now. And my other job, I love that. I'd, be, you like, deserve it. I'd be, like, panicking. But, I mean, it's been a good literally. time. I think the only other thing I do in my life besides work and read is like watch RuPaul's Drag Race with my sister. <laughs> I've been like watching it like like we're on season seven right now. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys I'm- watching the All-Stars in between or are you doing yeah. all the regular? Okay. That's no. next. We're watching it chronologically. Right, right, right. But Jen, you mentioned you're reading a lot. So I think it's a perfect time to get into what we're currently reading. I just finished reading Book Lovers, which is the current book. But oh, before true. that, I um I finished reading, I started the Brown Sister series. 
So I, I started the first book of um Get a Life Chloe Brown. Get a Life Chloe Brown. Exactly. Um and then before that, I had read the Dreamland Billionaire series. Like I finished it, um, the first and second book. The I overall as a series, I think it's overrated. Overall, like overall. But I liked the first book. I liked the first book. And I think I'll like the third book more with Cal. But the second guy, the second guy, Declan, like is the third one now. I don't know why people I don't know. I guess it's fiction, so it's whatever, but um he's loving it itself Declan in itself is a red flag that's ugly have you read them Liz I have not no I've been wanting to but she didn't like them and I'm not scared yeah same what are you you currently reading Lizbeth I am not because I just finished the book I just finished conversations with friends and it was my reread of that but I am about to read seven days in June and read what seven days in June oh i'm i'm lame i've been waiting for this month to start but (laughs) i've I've purposely been doing like holding it off so ren what are you currently reading um so like i asked everybody else i just finished book lovers but i've been kind of on a reading kick before i started studying so i got a couple books in start like I said last episode I finally started reading Akatar and I read the first book loved it I get the hype it's so good um yeah so good so I love that and I'm waiting for my friend that our, our friend Natalie to bring me the rest of the series so I haven't started the second one yet but then since um the third I start I tried re- listening to um, the Benedict Benedict Bridgerton's book and I fucking hated it and I DNF'd it fuck Benedict Bridgerton book version Jeez. but then I was like I'm gonna try listening to Colin's book and I loved it Colin Bridgerton I fucking love him that is my man that is my oh, I love him um yeah so listen to that I've been a big audio book thing kick um and then book lovers but see you're you're ready for when you practice law yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah I did the um book lovers and Colin Bridgerton's book and audiobook and I read Akatar. but yeah honestly the past three, three reads I did were like all like 4.5 to 5 stars so I'm very happy with like what I've currently been reading um what about you Andy well <laughs> what a shocker I finished seconds before we started recording book lovers however right before that I defeated Beach Read. Boom. I did it. Finally. I'm sense to that. No, I'm not saying defeated because it was bad. I'm saying defeated because it was a mental obstacle in my brain that I could not get through. Not because I didn't like it. It took you like four months. I simply had a bad brain four months ago, couldn't read it, and then just kept not reading it. And then I ended up loving it. So anyway, I finally read it though, because you guys were all saying that Beach Read was going to be read three seasons from now. I'd still be going, haven't finished Beach Read, but guess what I did? So I'm also happy you did because the podcast, now now we've all read all three like main books. That's what motivated me to finally (laughs) make sure I I read it because I was like, okay, it'd be fun if like we've all read all three of Emily's books and now my next read will be um hook line and sinker finally 
love love for you oh my god yeah. finally i need updates i need updates. I, yeah i'll also do don't worry so what are we all drinking i'm so fucking boring i do the same thing every time while i am doing a seltzer i'm not doing trulies i'm doing white claws so i have a blackberry white claw and it's very good oh it's good are you switching it up Mm-hmm. yeah i just it it's what i have it's my it's what i have in my fridge i don't really drink that much anymore so whatever i have laying around i just grab you know um no but you've had variety this season because this is a white oh, yeah, you had wine i think you had like a oh, i had a mixed drink. last time yeah yeah see true. variety true, true. yeah I've been, I've been making an effort i think minimal minimal effort but an effort um liz what are you drinking i am drinking a truly watermelon kiwi <gasps> So true. Drinking waters truly classic. Can't go wrong. Um, Jen, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a smear off. It's not open yet, but I'm drinking it. Mm-hmm. What flavors? Should have iced you. Original. Can you do a taste test for us live on camera? Yeah, of course. Yum. <laughs> not yum love that that was so look i'm so glad it's even like you could tell i drank from it (laughs) oh my god yeah you had that was a big gulp exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) i love it i miss drinking oh wait no i drink every every other every every three three weeks weeks. i drink (laughs) what are you drinking andy well i'm having i don't actually know what it is it's a glass of wine it's introduced to me by jen Thanks, Jen. It's a Stella Rosa Black. Nice. I love that at the beginning of this season or like the end of last season, you were like, I don't like wine. I don't, I haven't liked any wine. I need to get into it. And now you're drinking wine for an episode. I know. Because I actually really do like this one. Speaking of things we love, I love a book, specifically book lovers. (laughs) What a transition. (laughs) So great. I didn't I couldn't think of anything else anyway that was kind of witty I liked it thank you okay um so a little backstory about the story Nora Stevens life is books as a literary agent she's read them all and she's not the plucky heroine nor the laid-back dream girl and especially not the sweetheart she's the career-driven peloton writing girl that the male lead leaves for a small town baker that is until for her sister Libby she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls North Carolina for the month of August, when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away. Their small town vacation doesn't go to plan as Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish brooding editor from back in the city. It would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute. I, <laughs> I really enjoy this book. Emily Henry has a big, juicy, slick brain and hits it every time. I, it's hard to say what's my favorite between, as we all know, I loved people we meet on vacation and book lovers. Um, I did also really love Beach Read. And for a second, I did consider it being like tied amongst all three, but I think Beach Read is, it's definitely the lower, sorry. But this is very, very up close to people we meet on vacation. And nearly toppled it which is a shocker as I loved people we meet on vacation so much but I gave this a five out of five I think Charlie is Charlie is my number one 
between like the three guys, he's up, he's number one. I love him. He's claps. Exactly. I literally wrote a point in our little document saying Charlie's daddy. And you know what? That's all I gotta say. So what did you guys think? So I literally like I was saying to like a couple episodes ago, like when I finally read book lovers, I'm curious because like for the thing with Emily Henry books, either love one, kind of like another, like I just feel like it's very polarizing. But like the third one was like my decision of like whether I love Emily Henry as an author. And let me just say, yeah, like I loved book lovers so much. Like I didn't listen to an audiobook, so I was kind of turned off by the voice for Charlie for like a hot minute there. I would literally get the biggest ick but once I moved past that and just sat and listened to the story it's just so good like I just think I love like an opposite attract kind of story but they're like just one in the same like they fully understand each other I just feel like you can you felt the tension when you were when you were well, for me listening when you're like comes off the page you can just like I don't know I just feel like they were soulmates and the way Emily Henry wrote it was just so perfect and Charlie Lastra is also my top favorite boy out of like the Emily Henry universe like I love people meet on vacation but the thing is with people meet on vacation I just resonate a lot with it and I feel like see myself in Poppy and Alex like I love Alex but I think if like I'm thinking of it in a standpoint of like which one I would want if it was a real person I'd probably pick Charlie you know um but yeah I just I love them so much the connection was so good just the way she wrote it like I like that we got to see like there wasn't like a lot of tension with like not tension like drama between both of them but like they were just just, like there for each other and you got to see their relationship and like I don't know I feel like with Emily Henry's book sometimes you don't, don't get like a full big portion of them being together which I like I feel like it, like something happens and they're like done. Like how was a beach read and people meet on vacation. But this one you got to like fully immerse yourself in their love. And I loved it so much. And yeah, I gave it a five out of five. I like, I was leaning more towards a 4.5 out of five. Um, yeah. Cause like I, like I said, I like to reserve my fives now for like a book that like literally has me just like dying. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of five, but it's nearly perfect. So yeah, no. I see I rated it a four 4.5 out of five but I was talking through it with Liz and I, I was like I don't know why because I'm very picky with my fives too like I hardly give fives like ever in general I think the only book so far I've given a five this year is um with Lukov wait from Lukov with love um but I'm still I'm still a, I'm still debating it like whether it's a 4.5 or a five to me um, I was gonna say you texted and said it's your favorite and then I checked your Goodreads and it was a 4.5 and I was like I rated Beach Read a four yeah and then I went back and I checked Beach Read <laughs> yeah so and because yeah. I was shocked okay so this book to me I think she hit it out of the park for me like I feel like with with both Beach Read and people we meet on vacation I feel like they always like she she's good at building up but to me, it always kind of gets a little bit like anticlimactic when it reaches a certain point. And I feel like with this one, I never felt that way. Like she was able to like do it, like she built it up and then like 
consistently just like left me like <gasps> like wanting more like you know like it wasn't like oh that's it like I wanted to keep reading and I like I was shocked but not really because I predicted it too <laughs> um but that's just what I do I like I feel like I'm a buzzkill sometimes in that sense where like you're I'm like oh this is gonna happen yeah you're an investigative reader yeah like I I think I'm just naturally like that so I'm like okay so I I did see the ending coming I personally I related to both Nora and um Charlie in different ways like as older siblings but also I feel like they're the way Nora's and um what's her name Libby <laughs> Libby's uh, relationship <laughs> is I, I don't I don't really relate to that exact dynamic I think my sister and I she could attest to this like we grew up more as like sisters as like partners in crime type of thing um whereas I feel like Nora she she kind of just exuded that like mother like figure because she had to you know what I mean and like we grew up with our mom like with our parents so so that dynamic was a little bit different but I did relate to her and Charlie in the sense that like um for example sometimes as the older sibling like you kind of have to take more on to make sure like your your kids or not your kids your, your siblings your siblings are like are are like not better off but like they have like a better they take the the better end of things they have more opportunities it's more like you're more protective of your younger siblings and and that part I did relate to her like not exact moments but like I kind of was able to be like okay well yeah like I completely like I get where Nora's coming from like you just want to protect your siblings and I think she might my sister might disagree with me on that but but I from my side I I do feel that I connected in that sense and I also just love that like both of them were literally just grumpies they were two grumpies and they were the same exact person Charlie is so smooth like he's so he's the perfect guy like I I meant to say in my like little spiel that I was like kicking and screaming and like giddier than I've been in so long and I get giddy school girl yeah Yeah. no I literally you guys know how I get giddy and I'm squealing and like everything I was genuinely I at one point because I listened I read half of the book and then I did audiobook for the other half and followed along and I had my feet like I was laying on my stomach and like legs kicked up and I was literally like kicking my legs like oh my and I was I was slamming like I was like I had paused and was like pounding my hand because I was just like this motherfucker oh my god sorry <laughs> he he had me yeah smitten. exactly from the beginning he read her he knew her he knew how to pick her brain he knew the things to say that would push her buttons and not like he knew he read the room the whole time like when it came to her and I also love that like as people who both work with books like they they easily knew like how to pick out the tropes in their lives they're like oh so this is like you like big city girl going you're gonna go out with the small town guy you're gonna stay here like you know like things like that I just thought it was very funny like I loved it I loved I loved stuff. her her narrating her life with tropes basically yeah exactly I loved that yeah. I love that she didn't end up staying there. Like, I like that it was, like, the opposite. Like, she was just, like, it wasn't predictable in that sense, which I thought was going to happen. I thought she was going to end up staying in Sunshine Falls. But I was like, that would have been so out of character for her. I didn't see that, actually. But really? I thought she was. But that's no. because Libby 
end up moving there but yeah so yeah I I absolutely love this book I feel like I might change it to a five but I'm not sure yet I'm still like debating that but Liz how did you feel about the book I love the book I'm Andy's right Emily has a big juicy brain and like I I, I feel like after this, it's like confirmed that I have imprinted on Emily Henry, like a little duckling to like a mother duck. Like I will buy her every book. She is just so good at this shit. Like she's so good at it. Um, yeah, I loved it. I uh, like ranking it. I gave it a five because I just don't think she can be wrong. But um, I, 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 Beatrice is still my one and Gus is still my one. But yeah, I loved it. And I know that like I was really looking forward to it because I know that there was a lot of um, emphasis on like there was like a sister angle and I so I get that Jenna saw herself in Nora and like like she said we we do we kind of like Nora and Libby are kind of like Jen and I but also kind of not like we do have that like I know like Nora and Nora and Libby are close and in that sense Jen and I are also close but like, it is a different dynamic. Well, like we have like stuff in common and we like watch the same things and we like have, we have our things like that, like, you know, our own little languages and our own whatever that are to ourselves in that sense. Like I didn't see us in there, but like, like you said, like we, we have our mom, we have, we, it's a different dynamic. And even then I do get what you mean though about the, like there's an older sibling kind of thing. I kind of feel that with my brother too. So it's, I see that there too. But yeah, I love that book and I love Charlie and Nora's dancer. I think it was like, they were so like cool and cash and it was like, the tension was so like subtle and it, it made it so much more powerful, Yeah, I think. And yeah, I, I just- tension from like beginning to end, like she knows how to like build that tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I love how you said that they're so smooth because literally at one point I was like, how do people have conversations like this? Yeah. Like, they were both just so quick and just so such clever responses and neither of them ever were like stalling to be like I gotta think of something right they they're just each other and like they just come up with things like that like I don't at one point I think uh Nora just replied to Charlie with like an ex and for some reason it was like oh my god like why are they like how do they like build this and like so casually but that like, was their first conversation, I think. That was, yeah. I'm pretty sure, their first, like, um, emailing chain. Chemistry was instant. Like, it was yeah. there from the get-go. I just feel like Emily Henry has, like, a way of, like, really making you believe in love. Like, when she writes stories, like, I've never been in love. But, like, every time I finish Emily Henry book, I literally am, like, downloading Hinge again. And I'm, like, I need to find. I want to, like, stop <laughs> reading about it. I want to, like, experience it and she just like the way she writes it like makes you like like you know when some books you're you're like this is so unrealistic like I feel like Emily Henry writes realistic true love stories that you're like this is what love I feel like is like you know like it's not like some like enemies to lovers like not to put down certain books but like the ones I just like a more like realistic love story and I just feel like the way she writes it especially this one just felt so realistic and like like you can literally find Charlie and Nora in real life and like I don't know I just everything about it I thought was like just so romantic the way he, he like just spoke to her like I had so many lines I would detect Jen like all in caps like oh my god like freaking out just the way ugh, I just can't I love them and 
I wish I could find line, but I just overall, like, especially with the sibling dynamic, like I'm not an older, I am an older sister. But I also have a twin. So I feel like I'm not truly like the oldest sibling, you know, like, I feel like it's not, I don't have a normal older sibling dynamic and I don't have a sister, but, um, and like, so I feel like sometimes when I was annoyed with Libby in the story and I'm like, <laughs> it's just me, like not being an older doesn't me not having a sister is that why I feel this way or is she actually just annoying like I don't know um but I did like seeing with like Charlie he was also similar to Nora in the sense that like with his sister like she found someone in Italy she wanted to be happy and like he didn't question it he just like overtook the duty that's what older siblings do so I feel like I can relate in that way um but I, I did think of you and Liz when I was reading the story, especially because she was coming on the podcast. <laughs> like, I wonder, like, because a lot of people were saying on TikTok, like, oh, if your older sister, you're going to like resonate with book lovers the most out of all her books. And I was like, I wonder if Jen is going to feel that way. So. I also, I have to touch on this since we're talking about like the sister dynamic. Um, I feel like I touched on it already, but I, I thought it was interesting how like Libby and um and Nora saw their mom in a different light like the older sibling saw saw like her mom's hard work and she saw like the blood and sweat that she put into like building this life for her daughters whereas whereas Libby she saw it on a different end and she she was like her mom wasn't even there for us like like I feel bad for you you were basically like pushed to do this type of thing and I feel like and she could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we're, we're only like three years apart, Elizabeth, but I feel like us and like our little brother see things in different lights sometimes. So like our brother is Libby. No, like I just feel like he's younger. So he sees some things differently and we just lived different types of like lifestyles. Like, yeah, like we, ha- we, because of that, we kind of, cause like they're kind of an age gap. Yeah. So we kind of saw our parents at different stages of their lives and their growth as a family. So like we have a different appreciation for like what they've done versus our brother who's like, he's, he came along when, you know, we already did stuff. Like our family already went through things. So, yeah. I was also thinking about that too. Cause like, like me and Jen always say like, cause your little brother is like around my little brother's age and I'm your age, ageless. So it's such a big gap. And I was thinking, like, when I was reading that part, like, I obviously don't relate in that sense to, like, what their parent is. Like, I have two parents who are still together. But, like, my childhood was so different than my little brother's. Like, when I was younger, my parents were in different financial, financially different than they are now. Um, my dad wor- literally worked 24-7. I feel like I never really spent time with him because he was always working. Which is, I spent more time with my mom. Now my little brother, like best friends with my dad and has a totally different relationship and like my brother my older brother has with my dad and he sees my dad in a different light and like you just I just feels like you, you you like respect and you're appreciative about certain things but sometimes as an older sibling you can become like resentful in some ways and you see things differently like to uh, to me yeah. I take on a lot of my mom's like frustrations because like now I'm an adult right when my little brother sees things as like sunshine and all that all that so I think it's kind of interesting that it was like flipped in this book and I'm like I feel like it's normally like the opposite you know that was interesting yeah 
Oh, okay. Um, see, it's so funny because I saw some, like, obviously I saw the TikToks too that were saying, um, like older sister, like everything about this book, everyone was saying, if you're the older sister, you're going to relate. If older sister, older sister, I'm one of two and I only have an older brother, but I still very heavily related because I was older maturity wise. Like I was, I, I might, we were actually talking about it this weekend. Like my parents were saying, like when we were, when I, when we were all kids and like, it was like a group of us, like a family friends or whatever. It was whenever the parents would like go and do something, they would leave and be like, Andy's in charge. Even though there'd be like four other kids older than me, or like, I was always still like the mature one. So I, I took on the pressures that Nora took on. Like I, in the way that like Nora feels she has to like make up for Libby like in order for Libby to do the things she wants to do so she like puts aside her wants and stuff I did that with my brother your older brother with older my older brother like with college like he kind of like fucked up a lot in college and like it was expensive and he was gonna have to take on possibly like a six year and um because of that I pushed harder to graduate early because financially we couldn't handle that. So I was like, okay, he like, I'm going to make up for this. And like, so I felt those same pressures and I was like, oh, and it's actually funny because what made me really realize how much I was relating was when Libby was talking about how differently they viewed their, their their family. Yeah. Because I was thinking back to like my brother and I having conversations and like how differently we viewed our parents and we're only two years apart. And we both, we have both our parents and I never took on like a mother, like a paternal or a a maternal or paternal kind of figure for my brother in the way that Nora did. But I still had those like expectations almost in a way. And we still viewed our parents so differently. And I was like, oh, it's kind of interesting because you like don't have to literally be an older sister to still relate to the story, which I think is like like so fascinating. Like I feel like being like, me and you and you're the only sis- like sisters in our like I have two brothers I'm the only daughter I feel like that in itself is like a dynamic different too that Definitely. like even I have a twin brother I'm technically oldest equally but I just feel like not that he isn't like responsible or whatever but I just feel like a lot of like my mom's mad about something I'm the one who's told first or I have the stress and I'm like or he's he's like or she's mad about something that like he does I have to hear about it and yeah like, talk to him like I think it's just like a lot of things are like older sister things or like only ch- only daughter things you know yeah I don't think so <laughs> well, for I mean, me yes and no I think I think right now Liz and I are like equal in that sense that like if it's gonna be blamed it's gonna be probably one of us <laughs> but growing up I I, I do feel but there was kind of, and I do think it's an older sibling type of thing. I guess it just, it's dependent. Cause like, it depends, said, yeah. it, it's just, it depends, but like we were two girls. So, um, growing up, um, and like a lot of the time it was like, like, obviously like me looking after my sister, like, Hey, like make sure she's not like, make sure she's happy. Basically <laughs> like here, give her this toy or give her like, you know, things like that. Or like I would get blamed for like certain things that maybe she <laughs> probably did. Um, I think that's just us being the guinea pigs of like, you know, 
of like our parents. But yeah, I, I feel like it's interesting that you say that, Andy, because it just makes me feel like, oh, wow. Like, so it's not even like, it's just dependent on like what your family dynamic really is. Definitely. Yeah. But I think that's, what's so interesting about it is like, it probably generally is like the older sibling kind of experience, but it just depends on, like you said, your family dynamic where the younger sibling could be in the older sibling kind of experience or something like that. Yeah. Like in Euphoria, Lexi's the one who's like more responsible than Cassie. Spilled. (laughs) I always forget that Cassie's older. Yeah, same. That's not older sister behavior. I'm sorry. Like it's not like actually. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think it's really interesting. Emily Henry. I wonder what she is. I mean, she's probably an older sibling, but I feel but like she she's an only child. Really? She also does, that's okay. She has uh, only child energy. Yeah, that's, I think that's so. what I. I assumed she must have an old be older sibling just because of like how accurate she wrote it, but she gives me only child energy too. Yeah. So I'm like, what? I don't get that. Because how I do you? Like, how do you? Yeah. What do you get? How do you know this experience? I feel. I feel like she has like a sister. Maybe like she's the oh. other. I don't know the difference. Oh really? I feel like she doesn't give me like that. She has a brother. She doesn't give me the vibe that she's only child. I feel like she has a sister because she gives me only child vibes. I don't know why. I just feel it. I think it might be like for me. I kind of see it because like my first Emily Henry book was Betrayed, and January was an only child. Mm-hmm. See, that's where I'm getting it from. But like. I don't know. She does give me only child energy, I think. Interesting. No, I thought that too, because when I was reading Beatrice, I was like, oh, she's probably an only child. And then when I was reading this, I was like, oh, she's probably an older sibling. He writes but, things too good. But the she thing knows is, what she's I, doing. As as a person, as a, like her personality type, I would imagine she's most like January. That's why like mm-hmm. we were talking earlier that like um, she like makes I think Ren said it that she like makes you like believe in love and want love or whatever. And that's like January's like life as like her life yeah. outlook. So I I don't I always just saw that Emily is a January. Yeah, especially because like I was gonna say like dedication and I don't know what it is because I don't have the physical copy of book lovers, but dedication in, in um each read is like like this is the stories that this is like for me like this is her love story I guess with her husband and then for people who meet, meet in vacation she was like this is for you like meaning the readers like this is like what you, this is like your kind of love story and Beatrice was like her like for her she wrote it for her I love that see I also yeah. I love Nora in general like the way she wrote Nora because she stayed true to herself all the way through like in books sometimes they tend to just like not conform but like they end up like changing they discover something about themselves like yeah because that's just how the stories go but but like from the beginning like she was a shark what they call her and it hurt her feelings because she didn't want people like in her head she she saw that she was like you know like she was like fighting for her editors or, or fighting for her writers or things like that but what people saw was like a fucking bitch like basically and I feel I like I relate to her. Nora and like I that way. I too, love like the like, career so driven. heavily. Yeah, like especially she's soft. She's yeah, especially be- because she's like self aware that she is a bitch. Like she's a- in the beginning, she's like, "I'm the bitch." 
Yeah. But at the same time, but she's like, that's not who all I am. Yeah. Like they don't nobody saw the layers to her. Like exactly. nobody nobody understands like why she doesn't cry. Nobody understands like why she's so she has to be the way she is. Like it's just how she was built because she just grew up in an environment where she had to grow up quickly and like be the mother figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's- like when she says like um like the way she is with her job is like she works really, really hard because she's so afraid of like losing a job and like like what if she was, what if she was in the same financial situation she dealt with as like when her mom died that like she's so afraid of like not having money because she went through such a hard time like that's why she like is a workaholic and like that's the one thing she can control she can't control how Libby feels she can't like know everything she can control like her um job I was kind of like when I was listening to the book, I was like low key kind of shocked, like stuff like Charlie said. Like I was like, oh my god! Like they're like sex scenes, and like, it was just so steamy. I was like, wow! I want. I need to read it now. But I was like shocked. Like I was just looking at. I was trying to find like quotes that I sent to Jen, and I earlier I was like went on my walk and I had my headphones in and I was like listening to like their sex scenes. <laughs> I'm walking around my neighborhood and I'm like literally like like walking like like reacting like oh my god so steamy but I was like not that this was like a very like smutty book obviously it wasn't but the part their part of when they had sex I was like wow and like when she's like he looks like he wants to bite my thigh I was like wow and and another part I was like wow was when he was like I want to eat you out right now and I'm like oh my god I was not so bold like no literally oh my god (laughs) when he's all he said was I want to go down on you so badly and I and you guys know I'm a, I'm a spicy girl. You know that. Yeah. I but that had my heart pounding. And that's I was gonna say I love Emily Henry's writing because or, like she doesn't overwhelm you with smut, but it's there enough and what she writes is good. And it's like it just makes it feel more real, I feel like. Especially because she's not writing about virginal high schoolers or anything like that. Like they're 30 year old horny people like it's like written realistically and it's exactly you write this like with the tension so good that it's like hot like you don't I don't need to have some fucking like gangbang like I don't don't want anything dramatic like I want that's what I want she writes it so good and I was just thinking like damn like his like his dirty his like I don't want to say dirty talks it kind of wasn't like his the way he spoke I was just taken back I'm like Charlie okay I was not (laughs) expecting that yeah. my little book nerd <laughs> my book lover I also so true. I also have to say like I enjoyed that they both got their chance of like a generic trope so like she had the opportunity to be like with a small town guy and he had the opportunity to like move back and then realize that the ex love of his life was still there like you know like it's not the love of his life but like his ex whatever and I also loved the fact I love good jealousy scenes. Like I love that, like <laughs> I love that Amaya, like his like he she kept like being sus about it. And he was like, I think there was a moment, I think it was before they went like in like the they went skinny dipping here, right? Like yeah. yeah. Like it was, I think it was before. And like they kind of like tease each other about like they're like other people that they're seeing but they're not really seeing but they think that they're seeing other people mm-hmm. oh God. okay when they're both saying like she's saying how good amaya would be for him and he's saying how good um 
shepherd would be for her yeah and they're both like not actually saying how good they'd be for each other right it's like like, go for it exactly I love that like there's a specific moment where she was like they were like still at the bar and she was at her like stupid date and then they ran into Amaya who was the bartender and then I, I don't know what Nora saw but she saw like them kind of like glance at each other and she brought it up later and she was like um I saw that I saw how like she looked at you and he was like I didn't really pay attention to like what her expression like I was like oh my god I love how bold she was with it though she was like so what's going on with you guys like I love that student like yeah. danced around it like she was just like so what's going on yeah like the confidence <laughs> and I I love jealousy specifically when it's like jealousy when they're not even together mm-hmm. Same. like jealousy when they're in a relationship it's established sometimes that can get annoying to me but like when they're not even together and it's like that kind of jealousy it's like ooh, gobble gobble give me more yeah because they're not even together but they know that they're feeling something but Mm -hmm. it's they're in that moment where like they don't they're not together so they can't do anything but they also might not even want to talk about it because they both have commitment issues like it's Mm -hmm. like I just loved it all like I live for that stuff Mm-hmm. Like the and part. Lo- okay, you go, go ahead. No, no, you go. Okay. Um, the part I was thinking, like the part where, like, eventually they're like trying to like look the less like, like the more chill. Like he was the more chill one. Like they're like, oh, well, like you're totally fine. And then eventually it turns to like he's like begging her, like, no, like you're not gonna. It's not gonna be like this. Like they went from being like trying to see who's the most chill with like the other person seeing someone, and turns into like Charlie saying like. No, like I want to do long distance. Like I will come th- one month. And you'll come the next month, and we'll FaceTime. Like no, we're not doing this. Like he was very adamant, and I think I loved. Like eventually, he was just like, no, like I'm gonna be all out there. I'm gonna go all in, and it wasn't like they were trying to like play cool for one another. Like yeah. I loved. I remember sexting Jen. Like oh my god, like he's literally begging her. Like obviously in an endearing way, but yeah, I expect notes on my like by Friday or something. Revisions yeah. by Friday. She was trying to like be like, no, this is it. And he was like, no, hold up. No. Yeah. Also something that's like, I guess kind of cute and quirky about Emily Henry's writing that I've noticed in the three books is she always has like one thing that's like very minor and has no actual effect on the story, but it's just like something she always incorporates. That's like a motif throughout. And I loved how she described his like smiles, his smirks, pouts. And it was always like smirk, pout, smout, like, it always added a little something yeah yeah it's just something like cute that like in all of her books she always has something like that it's not like the same thing but always something random like that that's just always a repetition like thing that's just like it's something I love about her writing it's just a cute little thing that she does and you know what else I was actually upset about I mean maybe it happened I just missed it because I was listening like remember in the beginning she's saying like she recognized Charlie's scent and she was like talking about like she, she wears the like, same like gen, gender neutral gender neutral like cologne or perfume or whatever she was like saying how it smells different and different people talks about like her mom and Libby's scent and she mentions later to Tori like her mom and Libby sharing the same scent how it smells different on each other and like why didn't you say like we share the same scent and like whatever like I thought I loved that part and I was like waiting for her to mention it she's never mentioned it to him like in the obviously in the, in the fictional, fictional universe right. they probably figured it out but I wanted it said in the book because I was like waiting for it. And like Emily Henry also loves scent. I, I discovered. I was going to say, that's where, that. I, that's where I thought you were going with that. I was, like, but I also really wanted that part too. <laughs> I, I was like thinking like, because I, I love the part and 
they blew me on vacation with like the smell and I'm like she really like she really I don't know she's like she is pretty consistent but like not it's not obviously the same but like you can see like a pattern but yeah yeah I um there's something specific too that I was wanting to mention um that I already blanked but something else I was wanting to say that I thought this book was just so funny too like they were both just so funny and I was genuinely laughing out loud at like a lot of their their banter and back and forth because I mean as we already said like yeah they're just all they're both so quick-witted with each other and I guess because they're like just they're each other's people so it's like it clicks but just like the whole thing with the Bigfoot erotica and like everything it was just so funny and endearing and I just loved that I literally sorry I keep on like cutting in but I literally hate how insecure in a sense Charlie was like like at one point um he was saying like oh like you know I like you more I wish I could be the person for you like he never thought he was enough like she'll find like I don't know I, I, I can't think of exact examples but like she would always be like no Charlie like you are perfect like and I love that she was like so like adamant on reassuring him but I was like you're like the most perfect man no like you like every fictional guy like you literally like there's no red flags and, like he kept on being so insecure and like at the end like Nora was like he is like doesn't matter like you know if people think they're like you know she's a bitch and he's like pushy and miserable like she was like I'm his and he is mine like I love that she reassured him because like like she's been left for like by guys who have left for opposite of of girls opposite of her and then him he was left by um his fiance who ended up dating his cousin fuck that fuck that bitch but I just I love that like she was like you said Ren like she was constantly reassuring him but also like a quote I I don't have my book with me but like there was something along the lines of the fact that like he was he was afraid that like right now she wanted a cat but later on she changed her mind to like maybe want a golden retriever instead and then she was like I'll like she just reassured him and was like no like I'm never gonna change my mind like I I'm happy with my cat like I want my cat I don't I'm never gonna change and want a golden retriever and that just made me so happy they were talking about um the book Nadine and they were saying like oh maybe she'll want a cat and she's like or maybe she'll want a golden retriever and he's like and she was like nope I think she wants the cat yeah yeah it was like that but like they were talking like about each other just exactly exactly I just love that I I know they're so cute like also to that I just remembered like he would also reassure her like she was so like she, she was too tall for a girl and like she wasn't the type of like personality guys like and Charlie's like I love tall girls like you're never you're never too tall like he's like you're not that tall yeah it's just like it, he said something like it's just men are too insecure for you yeah it was, oh, for you. god yeah. and then um when he would be like like when she bought her personality he's like I love that like I mean what he's and he said something like if I could pick someone to have my corner, it would always choose you. Like he loves her bold, like go for it, hardworking personality. And like he never like so. I guess some guys find that intimidating, as long along with her height. And he's just just like, no, I love that. I would I would want that. Like he was just very. Like I feel like what like I just 
feel like he just loves to make her feel just like she used to shit because she is but I love that he just was like even from the beginning when they weren't really anything like the first time they saw each other and like she showed him like the book on her phone he was just like continually supporting her and being like no I love it I love it I love a girl like that like the you're right because like the book didn't even like to her it was like worst case scenario she was about to have like a meltdown because oh my god she's a shark and nobody likes her and she's unlikable and flashback to like all the guys who've broken up with her because of who she is but like to him a book about her that's cool like that's like he didn't mind like he likes who she is and he likes that in her like he didn't see that as a problem as like a worst case scenario situation like he just loved that for her like he didn't see anything wrong with who she's been told time and time again it's wrong with her yeah and like I I think like even with the book she said something when she was showing him um and his immediate reaction was like I think I'm in love with Nadine or something like he said like I have the biggest crush on Nadine or something like that I was like shut up like you guys barely even speak like and you're saying this stuff god he's literally the perfect partner like when she was like at the hospital with Libby and like he's afraid of hospitals or he was like he doesn't really like like them he gets anxious he was like not leaving like no matter what like he whenever she needed he'd be there and like whereas she was used to like guys not being there for her and he was always there like even when like she was on sleepover with him um she was like i i literally leave in the middle of the night i can't handle it and he was like if you want to leave by 3 a.m i will take you home just let me know like he was just like if whatever she needs he's like the perfect he's like there for her and like she's never had it before and it makes me emotional <laughs> she spent her whole life like being some being the person that will be there for whatever like libby needs whatever her like uh clients and writers will need but then here comes this person who's like stop worrying about that I'll be there for whatever you need like he becomes that person for her so she can she doesn't have to worry about that with him because like someone someone's got her back now and it's like it creates such a dynamic that's like okay like this is like Nora you deserve this good for you yeah um and something else that I remembered I wanted to point out which is what I was wanting to say earlier uh was when they're talking about like her for some reason they were talking about her wearing daisy dukes and she's like i would be undeniably sex or um like adorable and then like he's like that's not the word i'd use to describe you and she keeps naming words and he's like nope not it not it not it and then later on he's like perfect you're absolutely perfect or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. wow like literally my points have all just been sorry my my phone my points have all just been me saying something that he says and going like what even like anything that Charlie does like I swoon like I literally I live for it did you guys see the ending coming like I mean obviously it's a love story like they were gonna end up together but did you see the events going down that way like honestly and everything or with him having to stay like the whole situation like like yeah like he had to stay and like she she was gonna end up leaving like and then just how everything happened that way I didn't see him having to stay coming I didn't think that was good like that that felt like such like a wrench thrown because I was like well now how the fuck are they gonna do this because I don't want Nora to like sacrifice herself and do like I would never want that and no like I was like is this even gonna be like a happily ever after kind of thing like Emily Henry what are you doing 
So I didn't see that one coming, but I figured it, ha it would have to be some situation where like someone else took over. I feel like he, he was always hinting at the fact that like there was something holding him back from fully committing to her. Mm -hmm. Like there was always something. And then like, he was saying like, it's complicated basically over and yeah. over again. So like, I was like, shit, this would happen. Like the fact that like he, he had to stay because his sister was like off with someone in Italy, like permanently, like the fact that that happened, like I thought that it sucked, but I did see that coming. Like I was, there was always going to be something like there was always going to be something. I, I mean, I obviously didn't know it was like to that extent. But I, I always just figured, like, why can't Libby just stay and run the shop if she likes it so much? Like, like I, I always, like, I told my sister that. Actually, fun fact, like, <laughs> her sister, she calls her Lib and Libby. I call my sister Libs. Do you really? That's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. And Libby sometimes. It's why it's really cute. It's why Genesis and I were laughing like the entire time you were reading this. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't because of you. Because it was right that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My sister Libby. <laughs> That's funny. That's cute. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, but anyway. I say what? sissy too. Ew. I knew you were going to ask that. it. I knew you were. I, I was literally that shit, waiting. Though. I hate sissy. I hate sissy. Sissy, like, what are you fucking two? I can't. <laughs> That and like I you know I know what I actually hate like I was, it's in a lot of books and it just like, gives me the ick um, when like people like as a flirting mechanism like they'll be like mechanism um Galeno like they they'll say like last names I hate that I hate Stevens I hate that I loved it I was like I I, I, I love when that happened ask me why my friend agreed with me too she's like I fucking hate that too so you didn't like it when he called her Stevens no I hate I that I loved it yeah I love like, I love that it was like, like a, I can't explain it I can't explain what it is if See, I don't know do that I to me that I'd like, barf yeah same but like if someone was like viewer I'd be like fuck you like never speak to me again but <laughs> I, in a book, I love when that happens. In fiction, it's fine. Like, yeah. But in real life, it doesn't work. This is another, like, a, another hot topic. Like, like we literally Who's always talk about the fact that, like, some like... stuff in real life does not work, but it'll work yeah. in fiction, like yeah. all the way through. But anyways, oh, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were saying something, and then you said fun fact, and then you said the thing about oh, lib yeah, yeah. libs, but I don't remember what you were saying. So I, I, oh, the I ending. Do we expect that it? it I always thought that it made sense for Libby to run the shop because she loved it so much. I just didn't know like how it was going to work out, but I figured that him and Nora would find their way back in New York. I just didn't realize that they would break up. Like I didn't like I for think, that long too. Yeah. That, like all that, of a sudden it's like December. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself, but Wait, yeah, I literally, I mean, they weren't like, they weren't it together. Like they were speaking. They broke up. Like, yeah, they said goodbye, and then all of a sudden, next chapter, it's December. No, they. Yes, they had this... agreed to like try long distance. As long then, as they, no, no, but but they then they said like we're, we'll ch we'll cherish the time that we had. Like we'll know that we always had this month together. Basically. As long as since never works, they said. Yeah, he and she so she 
yeah he wanted to continue to try it but she was like too afraid so and he followed her he respected her wishes he realized too i feel though yeah i think so too say that again you said something no that you're really easy to break up like i (laughs) i realized yeah Um, all right see wait andy did you see it all coming i had a feeling he was gonna stay i wasn't sure how it would play out but just because every time he said something about it's complicated it's complicated but didn't like explain how or why i was like every time that happened i would come up with like a new theory of what was complicated at one point i cannot lie i did fear that it was just gonna like somehow be like he has cancer and he's dying and i was like emily Emily henry would not do that to us though like she would never not that so that she was a very she would never ex- exactly so that was a very brief thought but so then I settled on okay the only one that like logically makes sense is that he has to stay somehow but I didn't I, I didn't know again how that would play out um but this, sillyly enough I didn't expect like it to work out for him to get I knew somehow they were gonna end up back to each other but I didn't think about Libby staying and running the shop like when it said like oh your sister found like or they found a new manager and your sister I was like oh my god wow that's so perfect what a brilliant brilliant way to play things out yeah no Um, I think sorry 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 no go ahead I think well me thinking that Libby was gonna run the shop was before like any of that happened it was like why can't she just run it because she was the one like trying she actually in my head like she liked the place And she was trying to like get her sister to be like, like try out new things and like outside of her job, outside of like her work life. That's how I saw it until I realized, until they said that's what she was doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I thought they were having marital problems. I was fully, I was fully with Nora. Like, wow, this sucks. Like, that's awful. And then, yeah, I was thinking the worst. Like, maybe he cheated on her. Thing. no same like, that's what I was like he wasted all their money or like that's what I was thinking more money yeah I was like oh my god like she's pissed at him because he has no money but then I was like if she's pissed at him for not having money like why would she go on a vacation all of a sudden um but I, yeah so I didn't I honestly didn't see like the house thing situation like I didn't see that coming and then when it happened I was like oh of course this all makes sense dummy for not picking that one up um but yeah it just like emily henry big brain it makes sense looking like thinking about it but i i only saw partially but oh well, that's what i was gonna say i was talking in circles to get to a point to until i figured out where i was wanting to go but i got there and it was i did not think about <laughs> that um when the one person was saying that there's an editor job and i was i did not put together that it was going to be his thought it was the girl but it was her job me too i didn't think it was hers i thought it was just like they had a new opening first like joe left or the company or something i don't know why i thought they hinted that it was her who was leaving because she was from maternity leave and that nora was yeah so i thought she back from maternity leave (sighs) yeah i i didn't put that one together so i i don't know how that would connect into him staying but i I still had the feeling of him staying, but when it was like revealed he was going to stay because, and the job was his and everything. Wow. Um, Ren, what I, did you see coming? 
like okay usually I feel like I'm like like trying to dig like what's gonna happen like oh my god I, I like I like will say I have theories you know and this like with this book I was just kind of enjoying the ride and like not really thinking about it because I was listening to it so I really did not see any of it coming like I was texting Jen like oh my god like she the whole like divorce lawyer thing and at one point I was like I really felt like that was gonna be like I thought they were gonna get divorced this was kind of like and maybe I'm wrong for thinking this so don't kill me but like I was kind of like why is Libby on a three three um week long vacation without her children like something has to be going on marriage like I would never I'm not a mother yeah. but like my like I just like nobody I know would do that in the real world like leave their kids for especially when they're pregnant and like I would I'm pretty sure like most husbands wouldn't let their they'd be like you can't do that and like vice versa if a husband tried going away for three weeks so it was like there has to be something wrong with the marriage like I was thinking like okay this makes sense you know especially because she was pregnant um so I was like really shocked and obviously happy that like that wasn't the truth um but I did not see her planning on moving there like I just did not see it um so that was shocking to me and I did not see Charlie staying I don't know why I just thought like it wasn't going to work because like they're both like they kind of work together that's all I was picking up on it like I wasn't critically thinking like oh like is he hinting towards stuff like you know he would say like oh I wish I could be enough for you and I wouldn't think much about it I'd be like you're just being insecure but like it was because like he couldn't be like fully be there for her and like be in New York and do what she wants to do and like live that lifestyle of what he thought so I didn't say it either but I was just like so happy with like how it ended up wrapping up like like Libby and the kids are running around the shop the books were doing great um like him um Brandon finding a job in I think Asheville was this city and I loved that and I love that she ended up going back to New York like I loved I was afraid that she was gonna stay and I'm like please no like I want her to be true to herself and like not say um and at, like, one point, I was, like, getting upset with, like, Libby. Like, I thought she was so annoying until she kind of, like, had that whole, like, breakdown with Nora. Like, you know, like, put yourself first. Like, I don't tell you these things. I want you to stop doing this. Like, you're, you lived you're, you lived this unnormal, like, young adult life. Or you were, like, my mother. And you never got, got to enjoy your own life. Like, I don't want to do that to you anymore. So I was, like, really thinking, like, wow, this is all coming full circle. And, of course, I loved at the very, very end of December, like, December 12th meetup at noon, like, where, like, Libby sent him. And, like, her their whole family, and her chain. I love when he says, like, our family, like, our family joined together. Like, I know. Like, got them together to do a 12-step to getting your soulmate back or whatever and, like, sat him down for a PowerPoint. And he went back. And they both had January... Andrews novel is that January Andrews yes. her novel in their hands I was like this is like the perfect ending like it was just so romantic and he was like about to cry he was like in the audiobook he was choking up so like I was like assuming it's how it was supposed to be read but I was like this is perfect like that the way she wrapped it full circle and I didn't see any of it coming but it was just like chef's kiss it was so good I loved it no no strings left like unattached no questions not answered like it was perfect it was perfect from beginning to end like everything all of it it's I think it's her best work yeah like in the sense that it's very like even like it's like the beginning I did think the beginning was a little slow but just how she kind of is she's a big setting up girly but like I felt as though this wasn't as slow as like I love people meet in vacation people meet in vacation at Beechree like I was while I enjoyed both their setups as well, I just feel like this kind of like 
got into it a lot faster and it was like pretty even it was like like it, I don't know nothing felt rushed everything was answered it did nothing was like because I like we were saying before with like Beatrice and people meet vacation like when she tries to add like some drama with the couple I feel like it's very anticlimactic and this there was no drama with them it was like outside sources bringing in the drama and I feel like maybe she should just keep to that because she, she wrote it really good <laughs> I don't know it was just it Emily was Henry right take notes <laughs> yeah like get a good working sister but I really thought like her, yeah this really was her like highlight of her writing it was very good even the conversations like we said earlier like the way she wrote the conversations and like the flow of it like she's very funny she must be really funny in real life because it's hard to like think like this like I definitely never would be able to write the way she does ever me she's a genius I love it I love consuming it (laughs) but yeah so now that we're at that point I feel like we should all rank the book we've already kind of said it but officially official rankings Emily Henry cinematic universe all right Liz you should read people we meet on vacation book lovers yeah Liz go I am Beach Reads number one advocate always I am their defense attorney and so Beach Read is number one always Beach Read there was a moment where I was like, is this as good as Beach Read? And I, I don't think it is, but like, it's still her second best. It's still really great. And I, you earlier said that like, when you said earlier that it was like her best work. And I could agree to that, that Book Lovers is her best work. I just like Beach Read more. So um, Beach Read, Book Lovers, and then People We Meet on Vacation. Correction, I said that, but- Sorry. I agreed. Even though I love exactly. <laughs> so my like one of my favorite books of all time is People Meet on Vacation. Like I said earlier, it speaks to me. Like I feel like I could have written some of these, some of the things in that book. Like I connect really deeply with it. So it would always be my favorite. But this is I love book lovers a lot. Like I by far it's number two. I just thought it was just so good. I wouldn't say it's like almost a people meet on vacation, but I still really really loved it I loved it so much um and then Beach Reads last so we're like the opposite literally the opposite list and I get defensive when people meet on vacation so I understand like I literally do not get defensive over a book besides that book like I can't hear slander like upsets me on a deep level because I feel like I that book was written for me that's how I feel anyway Jen (laughs) that brings me okay so I actually have to disagree with both of you so in my eyes I said it before and I'll say it again book lovers was her best work and it's my favorite work like it's it's I love both Nora and Charlie I love them together I love them separately as people it's it's just my favorite that's number one and I think I'll probably end up changing it to a five-star book and then Beach Read because I loved the story like it that book got me out of a book slump I think yeah it did like it's it's like from beginning to end like I loved it I just feel like book lovers was better and then we have people we meet on vacation um no not my cup of tea it's it was okay it was an okay book it was a good book but I think that's where I'll leave it (laughs) like (laughs) yeah please leave it there please I I am I said I said it so I will (laughs) 
that's yeah it was a good book but I didn't really feel as passionate about it as Ren does or like Andy. I said Emily Henry like I feel like so one of the you have like a book for each person like yeah I feel like it's written for you like you really resonate so deeply you went to the characters the story like I feel like that's just how she's writes her books like you find yeah, one yeah. and you like cling to it you know it's rare that it's rare that you like all three that's how I'm gonna say no you know? that's that's 100 percent true in my at least in my eyes a lot of people who meet vacation girlies don't care for beach read but they, but they like book lovers i feel like book lovers is the overall like the happy medium yeah it's a happy medium exactly the uni- it's the switzerland exactly. yeah, right. it's for book uh, lovers <laughs> so, uh, wow slay <laughs> not slay <laughs> andy what was your ranking um I will start off by saying I do agree. I think Book Lovers is her best. Like, it just, I, because I think Ren did say this. It's like the most almost well rounded, um, balanced kind of like it doesn't, it didn't feel slow really to me ever. Um, but I do still have to stick with people meet on vacation. I, I'm, I'm a friends to lovers girly to my core. And I just feel like I can't, even though this honestly almost feels kind of friends to lovers to me, because there's never a point where they're like enemy. It didn't feel really either enemies to lovers or friends to lovers, no, but I feel like it was grumpies. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just feel like they had, like, they did have kind of like, what? Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. No, it was, I said it was comrades to lovers because they were yeah that's fair because they're just like I don't know I just anyway so I guess comrades lovers is a better way to say it but um com- like a quick they're not like friends but they're not like against each other comrades to lovers oh comrades I just didn't, I just didn't oh know. yeah yeah comrades that's what she said anyway um but yeah so I people meet on vacation I do want to reread it though because I do wonder if like reading it freshly this because the book lovers is a very 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 close second for me like I know where you ran you said like people we meet but it is still a clear second it is such a close second that I do wonder if when I reread people we meet on vacation it might get passed up but still I will say right now in this moment it is still people we meet on vacation I'm not saying people meeting vacation was a bad book though Ren or Jen oh I know you like okay. it Okay, well, I would hope you not say that considering you. No, not first. at all. No, no. There's the the ranking. Yeah, just because Jen's up cheering. I just want to clarify. But and then book lovers, very, 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 very close. And I'm. Beach read is up there still for me. It's not like a big gap between the two. I did still really love beach read. See, that's what I love about you, Eddie. You actually loved all books. I think you're the only one out of all of us who liked all three books. I like people we meet on vacation. Oh, can't relate. I but... tried to earlier. She gave it a four. I was going to ask you how four? you thought about it. That's Don't even fucking start, Jen. I gave <laughs> three trees a clear story. I'm not starting with you. I'm starting with my sister. Who's your, but you're bringing up my favorite book, chill. I can't handle it. I'll slander. I'll slander. It's financial deception and be true. It's not slander if it's real. Anyway, no, but I do feel like that does tend, there are very few books that I 
like truly don't like. You're nice overall about books. Me and Jen I am. I yeah, am. They were so critical. And <laughs> I was, yeah, I was even thinking earlier, like when you guys were saying, like you're very lenient with your fives. If I really like it, I'm like, damn, five. Like I. Good for you. I just like it's. I don't know. But then after a while, I am like, actually, maybe like a four. I think for but, me, it's like, it's like not every book is top tier. Like, yes, I love some books, but do I really see this book at a level at this book of this book? I think it's that yeah. type of thing for me. And I, like, I am, sorry, I am, I am having to try and like start distinguishing that, like the more I'm actively reading, but I still do have, I do still have like a voice in me that's like just five out of five, I guess. <laughs> like, I love okay. that for you though. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is kind of like a fun little mindset to have. So as we already mentioned, Emily Henry has a literary universe uh, with a lot of characters intermixed, all that stuff. So we thought it'd be fun to do because we've all read the her three books, um, a little like who's most likely to sort of game. And we'll just have a couple of those and say who we think is most likely to do the fill in the blank item. Okay, so a first question is who's most likely to be successful as an on-air personality? I think Poppy. Definitely Poppy. Poppy. Yeah, I see that. That's big Poppy energy. Yeah, for sure. Who is most likely to have always been the heartbreaker? Us. Gus, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, actually, yeah. Gussie, little Augustus. Gus, Gus. Mr. Mr. Everett himself. Who is most likely to be a nerd? All of them. Alex. Alex. No, I know Alex actually is Alex. Yeah. Yeah, Alex. Who's most likely to have the most body count? I yeah, honestly like, confess. I don't know why. Gus. Even though it's not really explained, I feel like Charlie just has that energy. I think Gus yeah. or Poppy. Yeah, it's definitely oh, not Poppy. Poppy does have, yeah. yeah. I think Gus or Poppy, I agree. Yeah, I just know it's not Nora and it's not Alex. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Well, that it's like, yeah. I think probably get Gus, yeah. Which couple is most likely to get married first? January and Gus. I think Alex and Poppy. I think Nora and Charlie. Ren. <laughs> Break the tie. Oh my God. I, de- I definitely disagree with Poppy and Alex. Um, <laughs> exactly. Have you heard? Have you seen her? She's a, she, she I just like, they're like, just kidding. they feel young. I know they're like around the same age, but they just feel younger to me than the other couples. I'm just thinking um, because they had 10 years of basically that, being that in love. So I'm like, if I were, I mean, if I were in that situation, I probably wouldn't, but I feel like a common thing would be like, let's just get married tomorrow. So this is my thing. Like, I, I know why you're saying that. I, I just, something about it just tells me now. I'm stuck between Gus and January because like Gus just got divorced. So I'm like, like who knows? But then like with Nora and Charlie, like they're they're both like, they don't really care to have kids. I feel like they're not in a rush for anything. So like, why would they rush it? But I think I'm going to go with Gus in January. Yeah. Yay. I was debating that too. But then I realized that Charlie was like, he was basically insinuating that maybe they would be family soon with like sister <sighs> and stuff. Uh, so that's why I was like, hmm. And just because they get married know. doesn't mean they have to have kids and stuff. You know, yeah. I just I just feel like, like when you do that, you want to have get married then to, then so you can have kids i feel like when you're just getting when you don't really plan for anything after that you're kind of like what's the rush you can have like a 10-year engagement and like it won't really change anything 
some people are like very traditional with like, the way they have kids but I don't know I really can't decide I think I'm just gonna go with I think I'm gonna actually go with Charlie and Nora I think no. hey. <laughs> wow it's hard I don't know it's like exactly. they were like I think soulmates and I don't know like I don't know. exactly I think, like thinking about it I can see like reasons for both so or far. reasons both for each couple to be the answer but also reasons for each couple not to be the answer that mm-hmm. like makes sense yeah Gus and January literally were engaged at the end of the book yeah I know that's like, also why I was but like Charlie and the timeline like I mean but also at the end of this he had the ring exactly oh uh, who is most likely to have never been to the movies and I think this is a good question because they're all like book nerds like I feel like their main their like favorite media outlet would be reading so I'm like like I'm Alex because Alex. Alex. Alex that's how I was thinking Alex too, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was thinking Alex or Charlie but I don't know I could see Charlie but more Alex yeah yeah, Alex. yeah. my little old man uh, yeah um who is most likely to be the first to die in a zombie apocalypse I think Poppy or Alex and I would only say Alex because he'd sacrificed himself for Poppy yeah oh, cute <laughs> see I, ha- I I thought January and I have no reason for that I just thought January yeah I, I know I, I feel like Poppy she just like is like goofy and outgoing and like like I don't know I feel like but I also feel like she's mischievous like I feel like she can probably find a way to stay alive the longest you know would shock you so I don't know I would I don't know maybe like Nora because Nora's like just always in her heels and I just don't think Nora would die first because she'd be pl- she'd be plotting a pro and con list <laughs> before she and then the zombie would get her. I'm gonna go with not Nora. that. <laughs> I'm gonna go with her. I just want to. I need. I want to start picking January for something, but I just really just don't feel like I remember her personality that well. You know, I can see January being the first one, but I don't think that Gus would let that happen. Like, no. like and Gus would definitely die. like survive it because he like writes all this fantasy like zombie he knows how the story goes he's yeah i think charlie would survive be like at least at the end too yeah 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 i i have no reason for january i just have a like i I just get that energy who is most likely to appear on some reality tv show poppy i don't know i always pick her for everything i know i think i've been picking her for everything too it's because she's the bright bubbly one yeah She's like the, when we did it the first time, like we were always picking Dean. Like I feel like she's yeah. like version of it. Okay, wait. Who is most likely to laugh at the wrong moment? I think January. No, I think maybe Charlie. Actually, see that? I don't know. Uh, because they have like a particular sense of humor. Like I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I was gonna go with course poppy or charlie like i'd probably laugh at the wrong moment also like nora oh, like wait cry, i think so maybe nora i think nora actually because like the play oh oh you know, yeah, 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 yeah 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 see nora. So i think nora yeah i think nora or charlie probably then who's this, who's most likely to get recognized by this by the guinness world record i don't think any of them would i don't know for what but i think gus like anything (laughs) if it was something like really nerdy and shit I would say Charlie or Alex but I feel like it was something like cool and 
athletic, I would go with Gus. So I feel like I want to say Gus. I don't know. I I don't see Gus caring enough to do something like that though. Yeah. Like, Fair. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Nora has the ambition that if she would want to, then she would definitely break it. But I don't see I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think any of them would. Yeah. Who's most likely to become the president of the United States? Nora. 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 Yeah. Definitely Nora. Very career driven. Yeah. And like Charlie would be like her secretary of state or something. Oh, exactly. Who's most likely to read every book in the school library? This is good because they're all. January. I think January. Yeah. January or Gus or Charlie. I think Charlie. I think January. I didn't finish books, but I don't know. I was, I don't know. Because like reading was inspiration to be an editor. Yeah. Charlie loves or January loves a good romance. Nora like said she like speed reads because she's so used to doing it for the like being a literary agent. I was gonna say I don't know. I think they all literally all of them besides Poppy. <laughs> I yeah, she see, was, I like, a writer, but for a blog, like she was. I'm thinking Gus or Charlie because they're the ones who talk about having like the most range of what they've read. True. Gus Gus was like, what makes you think I didn't read your books, basically, because yeah, it's in, like, women's fic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Char- Charlie, like, admitted that, like, his dad got him, like, essentially erotica when he was a kid on accident, and he read it all just because he read it. Yeah. I'm, I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> this is hard. I'll just go with... I'm gonna go with Charlie. Exactly. That's my man. Yeah, I just Charlie- feel like Charlie was the most common guy, and uh, Poppy's the most common girl, I think, in our answers. Yeah. 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 I just feel like Charlie is just, like, very well-rounded, you know? Like, I feel like he can fit anywhere. Versus, like, <sighs> Alex is a very distinct personality. And, like, so does... I think... Like, I don't know. I feel like Nora... I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Charlie's very well-rounded. He can really do anything. So, uh, of course, we need to finalize the episode by asking, would you recommend this book? Liz, would you recommend it? Absolutely, yes. I also would very much recommend. I obviously would recommend it if it's my favorite Emily Henry book. I would recommend it to any book lover. Yeah, I would recommend. Like, I feel like we always say, like, oh, I'd recommend to certain people. Like, no, this book, I think I wouldn't limit to who I recommend it to. Now. I agree. Overall, so yes, I of course I would recommend. Thank you so much to to Maybe. my sister Liz or Lizbeth um, for being here today with us. I think it was perfect because they have it like was a, a perfect book. Yeah, they have a with. sibling dynamic, and obviously we're siblings. So, and also you're an Emily Henry girl. Really? Yeah. Exactly. It just made perfect sense to have you here today. So thank you. Yeah, yes. I, thank I you. was finally happy to like hear your thoughts because I feel like all I do is read your um <laughs> good reads <laughs> and I love Liz I love your like I look forward to your reviews like they're so good and witty like I'm like how do I look I, I write it I'm like I just love it so much it's all I can think of to say I feel like you write them very like witty and good I love them so yeah <laughs> someone pays attention to my reviews yes <laughs> I love them but yeah thanks for having it was exciting and I mean obviously any excuse to talk about Emily Henry and her books and obviously like Jen's, Jen and I are sisters so it was a perfect opportunity Woo! 
Ooh, our second guest full circle so true and follow her on her individual bookstagram at the book list with the a z. z book list with a z book list yes list <laughs> we wanted to give a shout out to our fellow book podcast girls over at prosecco and prose make sure you should go check them out on instagram at prosecco and prose and their podcast um, available on Spotify and all that jazz at Prosecco and Pros as well. Catch the next episode on Monday, June 27th at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be discussing Funny You Should Ask by Elisa Sussman. You can follow us on our socials at Boozy Book Talk Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Also, make sure to subscribe and give us a review and be sure to follow us on our individual Goodreads and Bookstagram accounts. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.